You're listening to Why The Ted Podcast with Damo and Phil. If you are enjoying what you're listening to, please don't forget to go visit our website at whythetedpodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 3.2 of Why The Tech Podcast. I almost forgot the name of our oh, podcast. Man. Why is it point two? Because <laughs> we found point one. <laughs> If you wanted to be bored to death, you I would have released 3.1. Yep. It was our, our first attempt at a remote recording of the podcast. Because I was dying and Damo was dying. Actually, no, you, your partner was dying and... <laughs> weren't allowed to leave the house. No, no leaving houses when you're dying, and apparently. And unfortunately, the quality declined. It No, did it decline? No, no. The physical quality of the podcast did not decline. The hilarity of the podcast did decline. Yeah, it did take a serious turn. Yeah, a lot. A lot of serious turns. And I got angry at things, but it wasn't a funny angry. So I was like, when I was editing it, I was just like, I just said, no, this is not coming out. This is not coming out at all. I'm not, no. So anyway, <laughs> we're into- we've got a great show lined up for you today. Yeah, we do. Oh, do we? It's really funny because now I know what the topics are. <laughs> no surprises here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, all right. What are what's our first topic then, Phil? What do you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is something you don't know, actually. Ooh. Like, um, I recently got a brand new phone. Yep. Okay. Liter- literally yesterday, I got a brand new phone. I haven't talked to you about it. No, but I know. Yeah, yeah everyone knows. <laughs> I, everyone has Facebook. I said I got a new phone. I didn't say what phone I got. But then I, I, I said, oh, I love, I love phone upgrade day. This is really awesome. Now, while I was getting my phone, the whole COVID thing's all good. But while I was, every two years, they update their contracts. Like different places update their contracts. Now, in this one, the lowest level doesn't allow you to have 5G. Okay, yep. It's something that's able to be done on the phone, but they're able to turn it off. That is stupid. How dare they say that I can't have my 5G, I can't have wavelengths taking over my brain. I want that. Don't you know that's where COVID comes from? I want, I want, no, I don't want the COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want the COVID. I want the 5G that causes the COVID. I want it. I want to see if it works. I want to experiment. Yep, fair enough. It won't, so, won't let so me. So your your plan that you were going to, or that you previously had, didn't support five G. Well, I know. So what I, did you do? What the, did you do? Did I, you lose your shit? I I wish I did. <laughs> you, you imagine going. I want my five G so I can make things COVID positive. Imagine saying <laughs> that to the salesperson in front of you. I don't I, think they will let me have it. I I feel like they would just take you to hospital. Yeah, and, they call the police. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would have. I would have got something bad happen to me, <laughs> but like, I don't like the fact that they can say no. You don't get five G access because you're on the lowest level of um of the plan. It wasn't a. It's not a cheap plan either. It's like yeah. I'm not gonna say how much it is because I don't want you to insult me anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of cost of phones, we're looking for a sponsor. Like, yes. <laughs> Not for a phone because I just got a new one. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want so, that. So anyway, did what did you end up doing? Well, I got you, the I got the plan without the five G because it was the cheapest, and I I I, didn't, I don't really need it at the moment. I mean, anyone so, who so knows, the phone that you have supports five G. Yes, it does. But it's physically turned off by your carrier. Yes, because it you're is. not on a good enough plan. But yes, it is. That is exactly it. Oh man, you, you are not gonna you are not gonna last a month on that plan. I, I will last a month. Wait, I don't. Have, yeah, have you seen where I live? I live in the boonies, man, and, and there's no five G here. There's, Do you know that? I don't know that. Actually. Okay, okay. Well, if you had five G on your phone, you would know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would. It would have. Imagine having that number on the top right hand side that says five G next to those four bars. Mm. Oh, that would that would just be crispy, just delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but Any- well- anyway, <laughs> I, I look forward to bringing this up at every every coming episode to see how your five G is not going. <laughs> I have no idea because it's not turned on. 
Yep, so I got the um, S20 Ultra. Now, the S20 Ultra... For those of you playing at home, that's Samsung. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what phones are and you own an iPhone, which is the wrong choice, everyone knows that. Just listen to episode two. (laughs) Yeah. The S20 Ultra is a Samsung and it runs off um, Android OS. So it's, I don't know if, I don't care if it's superior or not. I just know that iPhone iOS is the worst and is at the bottom all the time. So, funny you should say that. Okay. That's an amazing segue to one of our next topics, if what you're ready it? to continue. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, so, xCloud, the uh, Xbox online streaming service, yes, is being blocked by Apple on iOS devices. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? Why is it being blocked? Uh, apparently because they can't review all the content in the app. So, because this app streams uh, games, you know, from a server somewhere, yep. and it can be a whole range of games. Yes, Apple have said no. We can't. We can't verify that content is, you know, safe for people. Are you telling me because they can't manipulate the data that they send to their own to their clientele, and they have no choice in that because you know privacy, they're not going to allow it on their service. Yep, exactly. So you're saying that. They can't steal your data? Yeah, so they, they won't know what games you're playing. And, you know, I guess their their argument is that, um, you know, the, the customer experience could be vastly different um, and, you know, they can't control it. Yeah, imagine if they could control it, though. What would they do with that data? Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, the, the argument could be said for a couple of the different apps that are already on iOS. Like, for, for instance... Does that mean that for Netflix, Apple actually go through every episode of every season of every movie that's on Netflix and check the um, content rating? I want that job. That'd be that'd be pretty amazing. I want that job. Can I do that, Apple? Can I have that job? And and think about it. Like, how many streaming services are out there? Does that mean the YouTube app? Someone has sit there and watched every single video on YouTube. I wish before it goes on the like. On the iOS app. I don't want that job. No. Oh, no, my God. No, I don't no. want that job. I want the Netflix job where I watch everything in Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime. I will, I'll, I'll watch everything on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. You know, I, I'll I be won't, there. I won't watch the um, Wii porn that's on YouTube. I don't want that. I don't... Are you sure? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Watching all those LEA videos to make sure that they're all PG-13. I don't want that job. I don't know who that is. I don't listen to rap music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, this is a power move, isn't it? It's oh, 100% yeah. a power yeah, move. Yeah, for sure. That's all I can think of. It's a power move. Yep. You know, because it's because it's Microsoft, Apple will do anything to get at them. That's what I thought. Being able to play your video games online is going to revolutionize the online platform is going to, they're going to up their prices. They're going to make things. Um, well, it's also going to change the gaming industry because now the level of entry to get into gaming is even lower. Like what well, we talked about it in one of our previous conversations, like the level of entry into the gaming industry is quite low because, you know, people can get all the streaming gear. They have the good internet access. They can get like cheap consoles but this is taking it a step further. Like you don't actually need a console anymore. You just play on your phone and it kind of, you know, renders in the server and streams it to your device. You literally just need a controller. Yeah. Yeah. It connects to your phone. Exactly. That is cool. I want that. Well, I want to try it. Well, uh, xCloud is looking to be released on September 15th. This year? Yeah. And it's free to Xbox Game, Xbox Games Pass Ultimate subscribers. Honestly, if you like video games and you are not a, you have an Xbox and you don't have Xbox Game Pass, you're missing out. Yeah, it it is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it is well over how many games on there, like thousands of dollars yeah. worth of games, yeah, and that you have so access many. to. And, and there's new games like all the time. 
All you have to do is you pay for one month, get rid of it, and you have the game for a month. That's <laughs> all you need to do. And you can play with your friends for a month. Cheat the system. I don't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you pay for a month, you get a month. Cheat the system. <laughs> do, do you even listen to yourself sometimes? Come on. Oh, my God. It made sense in my head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, m- moving right along. <laughs> okay, one thing um, I want to talk about is we have the capability to make monitors like the one that ones that i've got here the ones that people have in their homes um for their computers and stuff they have the ability to make those hdr with high res uh, high res uh, high not high resolution um high, a high hurt count a refresh um, rate yeah, refresh rate that's the one i was thinking of the top of my head now they have the capability to do that with a monitor right yep now, TVs. TVs have this thing, they're famous for it, that they're terrible for gaming. Now, they're terrible for gaming because at high uh, frame rates, in high movement situations, there's a, sh- like a, there's a ton of screen tearing. And it makes, makes things that you can't see it. The same thing happens in sports on, on, on TVs. My question is, why haven't we got to a stage yet where TVs aren't able to keep keep up with 120 hertz refresh rates, and make make sure that those um that it doesn't tear. Good question. I hate it. So I have not been able to play, watch my. I've not been able to play video games on my TV. Um, what I mean is like FIFA. I like to play that casually now, and I can't see the fucking ball. The ball fucking disappears. Sounds like you have a TV that's too small. <laughs> no. Or too big. I, I don't know how it works. It's 55 inch. Any bigger will fall off my cabinet. <laughs> I don't want... So it's, it, it's interesting because, you know, TVs have been so far behind monitors for a very long time. Like 4, 4K came to, came to monitors way before TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at full HDMI, ev- there was an even longer gap between monitors to TV uptake. And I'm like, I have no idea why that happens, but I can speculate because I, I think it's probably also to do with how we get data onto the TV, how we get shows, you know, through like the, the antennas. Maybe. You know, fr- free to air things. Um, you don't need that stuff or something. Exactly. Well, they're... Are they even 1080p yet? I have no idea. I don't have an antenna attached to this house. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> probably the wrong person. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like the the regular free-to-air TV has lagged behind TVs even further. So I, I think they might just be on 1080p now. But like you, what you're talking about is gaming and streaming and that, all that kind of stuff, which does support it. But like we still live in Australia. Exactly. Most of us only just got internet that can that is capable of that. Out so- the TVs are lagging behind how fast people's entertainment is getting to them. Yeah. Yeah. So it used to be that uh, aerial TVs were a thing. Analog TV was the social norm, and that quickly went to the wayside very quickly with DVDs. Because it's all digital, so they found a way to make um, antennas digital or yeah. uh, free-to-air digital. But then as soon as that became digital, they found a way to stream entertainment online straight to you. Wirelessly. Well, not wirelessly, but <laughs> through the internet, you know? They stream. You stream, you know? And just remember, what we were told one day, streaming is not downloading, right? <laughs> Oh, that was a tangent I was not ready for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to be a key to my mind. Um, so, well, now because of xCloud and stuff like that, you can just throw out your TV. You don't need it. You can use your phone and play FIFA on that. I don't want to throw out my phone. 
That's not what I said. I mean, said. throw up my TV. Well, you, you can leave it there, but, it's, but game like, on your phone now. Oh, I will. That's I how will. all the kids do it. Mm-hmm. I will. Wait. Mobile gaming is not there yet. I like mobile gaming to a point, but it's just not there yet. My phone I, turns not- into a thing I can cook an egg on five minutes after starting a game. Well, I'm not even talking about mobile games anymore. It's now real games. Streaming, yeah. Like xCloud. Does it go from the internet, like from your router to your phone to the TV? No. Or does it go straight from the router to the TV using your phone as like a third party? Where'd the TV come from? Well, you got to stream it somewhere, don't you? No, you, you play it on your phone. Oh. Or, or on your tablet or your laptop or whatever. Man, my old phone would probably play it for like 10 minutes before it ran out of battery. Nice. You just, Man. just plug it in and mount it. Damn. <laughs> Man, because like phones actually have better resolution and refresh rates than a lot of TVs as well. That's funny. You should talk about that. Go on, go on, and then we'll okay. <laughs> go on. But that, that, okay, that's okay, it. Fine. That's it. Okay, I'm okay. Done. <laughs> well, okay. So the S twenty, right? Really funny thing. Yep. So you <laughs> <clears throat> carry on. <laughs> <laughs> really funny thing. So. It go. It has a screen that is at 120 hertz, right? Yep. At 1080p. But if you bring it to 1440, you can only have 60 hertz refresh rate. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, what would you choose? Oh, I'd probably go the 1440. You go 1440? Yeah. I go to 140 hertz. I would go the um fast refresh rate. But we use our phones very differently. Yeah, well, actually. Wait, what do you use your phone for? Porn? No, not porn. <laughs> that, that's probably how we differ. Yeah, wait, you, wait. You, no, you want, wait, no. You want no, the higher refresh thing. rate no, on that. No, wait. <laughs> oh, not, turn not, it around oh, on God. you. No, it's not like that. I swear. <laughs> well, I, I don't use mine a lot for like videos and streaming and that kind of stuff. I use it a lot for reading. Oh, so, yeah. You, know, you can see a little, it's crispier, smaller. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Um, I like mine because of videos. Yeah. So if it's... Pla- Actually, videos aren't really going over 60 frames a second at the moment, so it won't really matter. But when they start going over 60 frames a second... You'll be ready. Um, my phone is there. Yeah. I probably don't need the 60 <laughs> Actually, it's really good for... um. Uh, people who get really sick with the movements and the animations because it's a lot crispier and a lot smoother. Yeah. So that's the reason why you would do that. Um, For sure. (laughs) uh, Oh, okay. Virtual reality. What about virtual reality? Well, that that just sounded like a very good segue into virtual reality. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know that thing, virtual reality. Speaking of virtual reality... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm good i'm good <laughs> well you know it's it's the logical progression of our conversation we we went from tvs to phones and then virtual reality you know <laughs> just just bring that screen even closer to my eyeballs <laughs> one day it's gonna be in my eye oh yeah yeah for sure love it so, highest resolution yet so what about virtual reality so recently i got a new virtual reality headset oh yes i upgraded from the oculus rift to the Oculus Rift S. So, is the difference just the name? Mostly, yes. Yes, <laughs> it's the same thing. Doesn't make you as sick. Puts a fake nose in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, there's like two main reasons for the upgrade. So, the the first one is like, I don't need the desk sensors anymore. It's all built into the headset. That's cool. So, I no longer need three USB 3.0 on my PC, I just use one, which is amazing for my like cable management. Because you have none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the second reason is the the higher resolution refresh rate and uh, field of view. Is that on the on the monitors inside the headset? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So so now on on the Rift S, each eyeball screen is basically a fourteen forty p monitor that's crazy is it it's like if they can do that for your headset how come they can't do that for tvs right what the hell man they're like 
tiny screens, way tinier than a phone or anything, and they're in your eyeballs. Could you connect an aerial to your computer and then free to air to your Oculus Rift S? I probably could, but why? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know we should be asking that question on this show, but <laughs> just, I just don't know. Is it something that you could try out? You could try that out yeah, and see what happens. For sure, for sure. It'll probably fail miserably. It'll be awesome. You yeah. won't break your yeah. headset. So it... You know, getting the getting the new headset, everything is super clear in it. The old one had a fair bit of that uh, screen door effect where it, it basically looks like there's something between your eyes and the oh, screen. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of a bit staticky when you move. Yep. Um, and it, yeah, kind of just feels like there's something between you and the screen, whereas this just so much clearer, so much brighter. And, you know, it just looks so clearer. One time what we have to do is record... You're like, because you still got your Oculus Rift, right? Your old one. Yeah. So we've got to record what your experience is with the Oculus Rift S, then transition back to the Oculus Rift and see what it's like. See how good it is compared to its older generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went the other way. You tried that already. Well, you know, I used oh, to have that one. And yeah, I it's upgraded. like the normal progression. I mean, yeah. And I, I guarantee the first thing I'll say is, why is everything so dark? <laughs> Oh, I killed him. Oh, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I expected. <laughs> like, the, it, it's just like because the screen is so different, the backlighting is much more powerful. So yeah. you can see things more. Yeah. And and it's just way more immersive. Yep. So anyway, that purchase got me thinking about, like, why I got into virtual reality in the first place. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, I was reading the Ready Player One book. Yep. And... It basically spends the first couple of chapters just talking about the virtual schooling system, which I absolutely loved. So basically, there are no physical schools anymore. Everyone is just in a virtual world and they've got virtual school buildings set up that, you know, the kids walk walk between classes and stuff and they sit down at their seats in this virtual world. And then the teachers have the ability to kind of lock it down. So, you know, they, they can't talk when the teacher's talking unless they give them permission. There's no swearing, none of that stuff. And the teachers just have like that full control. And then they were also talking about like school excursions and that kind of thing in a virtual world. So taking like a history class back in time to the pyramids or something like that. And they can actually like walk around in the, the pyramids or in a, you know, a generated world of pyramids. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. That is what everybody, every parent, everybody wants that. Teachers, parents, um, probably the government. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the the book goes into a huge amount of detail, like, a ridiculous amount of detail about this schooling system. This is probably the only thing that China won't steal because it won't be as good as what they've got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're already better. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it goes into a whole lot of detail because in, in the book, like, the main character, he, he's really poor and... To travel between worlds in the virtual world, in the virtual universe, yep. you need to pay. Money? Yeah. So he basically only has access to the school planet, and that's where he spends most of his time for the first you know, couple of chapters or so. So they spend a whole lot of time talking about you know, what, what's on this schooling planet, how it works, all that kind of stuff. And then you know, before he actually finds the thing and goes off into the universe... I've never read the book before, so... Spoiler alert! It's it's, <laughs> it's super different from the movie. Like, yep. the movie, they're just like, oh, yeah, anyone can travel anywhere at any point in time. Yeah, ev- that's the thing, right? As soon as everything becomes virtual, everything will become monetized. Yeah. Everything will cost money. doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. It's going to cost money, so somehow you're going to have to make money. Oh, absolutely. And, like, at, at the end of the day, it'll still be a schooling system, you know. You'll still have school fees and all that kind of stuff that you have to pay, but it's just you won't have to pay physical buildings and, you know. No schooling's free! Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, so that that was, you know, why I got into to VR and, you know, that book, What after reading that, I pre-ordered the Oculus Rift. <laughs> so if you want an Oculus Rift S, <laughs> read Ready Player One first and get yourself hyped. 
Yeah, get on that hype train. Do you know what? If it's virtual, you wouldn't even need the children to be there. Record it. Yeah, that's. it's probably not quite as, like, you still want to keep that interactive part of school so that students can ask questions when they need to and, you know, can get help in real time. Imagine that. Yeah. They got help in real time. Yep. That's the future. Anyway, that was a, a train wreck of an end of a segment. <laughs> so what do we got next? Speaking of train wrecks. Speaking of train wrecks, <laughs> self-driving cars. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Self-driving cars. Yeah. So recently I've been having a few conversations with people around self-driving cars. Just because, you know, I always talk tech with everyone and anyone. Um, so this particular topic came about when we were talking about the trolley problem. For those of you who don't know the trolley problem, it's basically where you have a, a trolley or a train on a set of tracks. There's a splitter in the line. Um, on one side, one side of the track is... Uh, a baby. A baby or someone you know. Two babies. <laughs> on, on, the, on the other line is five people you don't know. And you have to make a decision which, which group of people or person the train hits by changing the, the switch. Um, and this is an interesting problem when it comes to self-driving cars because self-driving cars will have to make these kind of decisions on the fly as they're going around their you know, business. Murder cars. Well, yes. That's that's where I eventually got to with this conversation. Do you know what they should do? When it has to make this decision, it knows it's going to kill somebody, right? Yep. So. Well, it'll calculate a very high chance of it happening. Someone's going to fucking die. And what they should do is, like, outside the car, just boom, spikes. It's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Someone's probably going to die. I may as well make it so. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I honestly thought you were going to say airbags on the outside. Oh, it's even better. It's even better. <laughs> just like. No, but. Turn into air, a ball. But the airbags go off just before it hits the person. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yep, like, so it just. Yeet. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm, tr- I, I'm trying to have a serious conversation and it's just not happening. So anyway, I we got to talking about like how a car would make that decision and how every manufacturer of a car will need to make the decision to save the life of the person in the car because no one would want to buy a car that can potentially kill someone inside the car. Serious question though. Who's making the decision here? Is it the person who's developed the technology to say this is the choice that you'll make? Or is it the car itself because it's made these calculations and it's decided on its own through either learned AI or whatnot to make this this decision? Well, it would have to be the first one because that will also dictate the second one. Because like if if you have an artificial intelligent car that can detect like if it makes a decision, the percentage of, you know, likelihood of death of people it will still have to choose what percentage is you know viable and what what percentage it would what percentage is good enough for it to take that risk exactly sounds like a doctor a doctor goes into surgery not knowing what's going to happen yeah it makes decisions it it makes it <laughs> it makes decisions on whether you know what shut up a doctor makes decisions Based on the information that it's given. Yep. It is given. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's going to be the same with a car. Yeah, but still it needs some sort of programming to make that decision. That's the thing. That's what a programmer, that's what I'm saying. The doctor is like a programmer. Yeah. Is the programmer going to have the same protections as a doctor does? Yeah. So every one of these self-driving cars is going to have like a benchmark for acceptable risk. All right. On to our next topic, I think. Yep. See, that's... we got so distracted. I don't even know what we're up to with that. Well, you know, cars, potentially to kill people. Yep. No one's interested. 
You got the thing here that says deep fakes. Are you making deep fakes? Oh man, let me tell you about deep fakes. Wait, I know nothing about deep fakes except for that's fake and deep. Well, that's that that's pretty shallow. That's just scratching the surface. I've seen some pretty funny memes about Donald Trump and the deep fakes they put on him. That's really funny. Yeah. So for the, for those of you following along at home, deep fakes are basically. Uh, computer re- rendered versions of videos where they, you know, potentially put someone's head on someone else's body or they change someone's face to, you know, s- look like they're saying something that they're actually didn't say. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of potential badness that can come from this kind of thing. Um, a lot of like propaganda can be made and has been made. So there's a whole lot of videos around Trump saying, stupid shit that he hasn't actually said. Um, I mean, like, he has also said a lot of stupid shit, so it's it's hard to detect if How it's fake or not. Oh, he's a good leader. I don't like, I'm trying to defend. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to mock people that defend, uh, like, support him. It's not working very well. No, no it's not. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> anyway, so there's been a whole lot of um, work put into being able to detect these uh, deep fake videos. So, which is quite a rabbit hole to go into if you, you've tried. And what was super interesting about it was the fact that the people who make these deep fakes, they actually use the detection software to improve the deep fakes to make it undetectable. So, for, which, you know, is, is a massive like circle of life type thing happening right there. So you're saying that people make deep fakes and then detection software says, oh, this part of it is fake. And then in the program that programmed it goes, nah, look yep. at this new one I made. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> and and what like one one of the like easy ones to recognize. So in 2018, um, there was a deep fake. Uh, detection software created um and one of the key attributes that it looked for was people blinking because a lot of the deep fakes at the time um didn't take into account people blinking um you know because of the the training data that it had or whatever so there was a whole lot of deep fakes that came out where people just didn't blink so the detection software was like ah you didn't blink enough you're fake which you know as soon as the people who created these deep fakes saw that, they're like, oh, we need to make it blink. So they did <laughs> and made that detection software obsolete. This is the thing. Well, why would they put out there what they found to be fake? Well, because you they have to prove. They have to prove that a fake is a fake. And how else do you do that? By pointing out the flaws. Yep. It's all you can do. Yeah. And then they go, oh, man, that's that sucks. So So every time the detection software gets better and finds a new way to detect a fake, the people who make the fakes go and patch it so it doesn't do that thing anymore. Oh, man. Well, that's how they made programmers to keep improving. Yep. Keep improving your skills and you'll get there. Boom. Deep fakes. Yep. That's that's definitely in my future. Wait. Can't wait for it. You want to make deep fakes? Why not? There's probably good money in that. Well, like, I, I guess... Two out of the three of my career paths are, you know, making deep fakes, making deep fake detection software, and then whatever I'm currently doing. <laughs> Anything that's not has a nothing to do with deep fakes. <laughs> and then making a podcast. <laughs> so I, got, I got two I got two career paths, deep fakes or not deep fakes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> It's it's the trolley problem all over again. Someone's going to get hurt either way. Yep. Sorry, guys. Don't know if you know this. He's not going to go into deep fakes because he's too soft. Yep. Okay. I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Super interesting deep fakes. I highly recommend you don't look them up. <laughs> or if you do, make sure it's fun. <laughs> Make sure you're in incognito mode. Yeah, make yeah incognito on a VPN and <laughs> nowhere near your your home network. <laughs> Put it on a public network. Oh, Starbucks or something. That'd be funny. 
You probably have SWAT come in to knock down the door of the Starbucks. Oh, man. So I'm looking at this thing you sent me. You sent me this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So a portable Threadripper PC. Tell me about that. Oh, man. So I, I don't even know where to start with this thing. Like you, you've seen a laptop, you know, everyone's trying to make them thin now. You've seen a desktop. Everyone's trying to make them big now. What if you put a desktop into a laptop? And that's pretty much what this is. It's a like full size PC in a briefcase with a screen and you, you just plug it in and, you know, go for it. It's a desktop replacement. <laughs> the article you sent me has the main title. This is a portable Threadripper PC, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Underneath that, and it probably exists. <laughs> it probably exists. Hey, man, I, I don't do that much research. <laughs> what what I did love was the, like, um, I don't know, description in, in it that's like, you know, you sit down at a, a meeting alongside your colleagues. And they've, they've all got surfaces and iPads and, you know, phones and that kind of stuff. Thin laptops. You pull out this massive briefcase dump it on the desk, shakes the entire desk, and then you you have to, like, fumble around to try and find a, a PowerPoint to plug it in. And then, <laughs> because, yeah, there's, there's no battery because it takes way too much power. <laughs> so then you, you plug it in and it's got, like, 10 fans in it. So, you know, you can hear it throughout the room and you can't hear anything else. And it it's just, like, a, a massive status sign. Man, do you know what I wish it had on it? Is those like analog switches, like an aircraft? Oh where you yeah, like, yeah. You like flick, 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 or, or one of the like key turns yeah. and then switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to turn it on. <laughs> it has it has a diesel engine in it, so it can be portable. Uh, you gotta fill it. In, you gotta fill it up every two days as a service station. And that's in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you carry around a can of gasoline with you. <laughs> Uh, oh, I just love it. But yeah, it's it's like huge and, you know, it will weigh a ton. But it's a Threadripper PC. Yeah. So it's like, this is a work PC. This is like, you know and, who this be good for? And it has a, they, they said it can have a, a GTX, no, R, RTX 2080 Ti in it. 2080 huge. Ti, you say? Yeah. For, for you know, just under $10,000. $7,997 American, I'm guessing. It hasn't yeah. got a denomination next yep. to it. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's around 12,000 Australian. Yeah. Which is... I, I mean, not bad. Not bad. You might as well get a Mac. <laughs> you might as well get a Mac Pro and get the saddle. Yeah, I mean, get, get the saddle. Get yeah, the saddle okay. and then ride around on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the first guy comes in riding a Mac Pro? <laughs> And then the second comes, a guy comes in with a briefcase and it opens up to be a PC. Oh, man. That that would be a hilarious competition right there. Oh, well. It's just that, okay, it used to be computers are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And now it's computers are getting more portable and more portable, but being the same size. Well, that, that's absolutely what I love about this. It's like, yeah, everything's trying to be small and light and compact portable and then there's this thing that's just <laughs> like um you you can use it to do weights yep because it probably weighs a whole lot but it's also super powerful so you don't need anything else buy one get a free trolley to <laughs> from the hardware oh store. man if it had wheels that would be amazing oh that's what they need to put on it yeah like one of those retractable like oh, yes. handles, yes, and a couple of like like wheels. Take it through airport security. Yeah, as a carry on. No, it's probably too heavy for that. <laughs> Go. It goes into <laughs> luggage. It goes into the luggage. You oh, better... I would not put it in luggage. <laughs> Hell no. I wouldn't bring it onto a plane. <laughs> But at least you know it will go on because it's not it's not ba it's not ion battery. No, there's no batteries. Yeah, so it's actually legal to put onto the pl onto the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to cover it with a lot of bubble wrap. <laughs> it's, it's it's cool. I love I, I just love this idea. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And and like I've seen a whole lot of modders do similar things to this as well. Like there was one a while ago with an Xbox in a briefcase, 
which had a screen attached as well, which which was really cool. But this is like a full-on PC with, you know, an, an epic CPU, an epic graphics card that can do everything. So apparently, it says on here in this article, it can run Crisis without a dedicated GPU. Yeah. Not well, <laughs> but it does run. Hey, um, this, uh, honestly, one of the big things is people need... Uh, who work in editing and more big workload things. Scientists, they need big um, big computers like this. Yeah. Like it's perfect for them. Video editors and that kind of stuff. It is absolutely awesome. I love it. I love the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, I, I, I knew you'd love it. That's why, that's why it's here. <laughs> it's um so bulky still, but... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like its charm. But then, like, video editors are happy at the moment with, like, their... um. Razer laptops and... Well, they should be using cloud computing for a lot of that stuff anyway. Yeah, but... But let's not get into no, that No, don't. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that you're right. They should be running more workload tasks. things. Yeah, tasks. The more work tasks, uh, they should be rendering that stuff elsewhere. Yeah. You are right. And a, lo- a lot of them do. Like the, the big studios actually, when, when they're... <clears throat> When they're rendering a, an animated movie, they server just... Server farm. They fire up, like, their own server farm with yeah, thousands render of... render farm. Yeah. yeah. It's really... I, I love the look of them, too. It's really awesome when you look inside a render farm and they got, like, three, t- um, three like, oh, four quadros just fucking lined up in one server and they got, like, racks of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And it I still it. takes them, like, ten hours to do a frame. It's insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. You know, I've gone. I've only got this piddly ass fucking computer right here. I'm so sad. Gross. Why is it white? Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I meant the LEDs, not the actual color. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I love the sound of this. I love the sound of this um idea, but I just think that this I uh this computer itself. <laughs> Isn't there yet? I they probably went too far with it, which you know at the same time I love. But having something that is like a, a regular person's computer in a briefcase would be pretty amazing. Yes, it would be. At the moment, a laptop's good enough for a person in like an office job. Yeah. So it's like that. That's made redundant. This is important. Something it, of this size. If you're going to make it this bulky, you're going to put a full PC into a briefcase. It has to be for someone who's dedicated with who needs it for a dedicated purpose, like animation or graphics or like, uh, computer may, science. Maybe a gamer, but no, not even I, a gamer. I don't think that would work either, because like well, you have a, a fixed keyboard and a fixed monitor. Well, why if if you got a um, lightning port, why not just get an external GPU um, housing, one of those external GPU yeah. things, and it will probably weigh half the weight of this, and it will still run properly. More like a quarter of the weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, the thing, like, this, what they're asking for, <clears throat> minimum, you'd need a 1,200-watt power supply. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Because you got 1080 t- uh, 2080 Ti with a Threadripper. Um, what was it? Threadripper 399. Yeah. Threadripper 3990, which is latest gen which means you need a professional like hardcore motherboard to go with it yep so i don't think those come in um itx size because you need the power to go to it Mm. so it's like oh what do you do right yep very cool though i know i I know yeah it's just fun to look at (laughs) 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 why are we going to the museum dad to look at the briefcase computer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a marvel back in its day. <laughs> so that have, have you actually it's I haven't got anything prepared for it, but have you seen a long time ago where they had like computers in keyboards? Computers in keyboards. Yeah, yeah. So your key- Wait, that's like the old Ataris, right? Yeah, yeah. So they did them again recently after the Ataris and it was complete failure. I know. But it, it's like... <laughs> At it, least we still have it. <laughs> it's like, you know, everyone's going to try and put a computer in anything they can at, at this at the moment. 
I, I don't know, but you just said that. I looked at my little, I looked at my little toy, um, like punching bag, and I'm like, computer in a punching bag. <laughs> yep. It. You have to keep punching it, otherwise it powers off. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. Are you angry at your boss? Is your computer in a punching bag? <laughs> well, have I got the product for you? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I've got a, a few more things to show off. Oh, dude, we're going to go on to Damo's stupid tech corner. That's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, welcome. All right, step right up, step right up. Our, <laughs> our first product here is the selfie toaster. Yes, you heard that right. It is the selfie toaster. So you take a selfie in a piece of toast. Yes, but with more steps. <laughs> more so steps. <laughs> what you do here is you take a selfie you upload the selfie and purchase your toaster with your selfie put onto a grilling plate so that when your toaster arrives, you have a grilling plate that looks like the selfie that you took previously and it grills toast with your selfie on it. I'm looking at the picture on the screen right now and it's literally like a picture of a toaster. It looks like it's about five bucks. The yeah. toaster itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It- five dollars for the toaster. $95 for the grill that looks like you. <laughs> uh, it's, um, and it looks like it has a box and the guy's face and it toasted in the toaster. It actually looks really cool. Yep. So I, I really like, I want to like this idea, but I think there's too many steps involved. Yeah. Well, you got to take a photo of yourself. That's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to do that. No, nobody wants to do that. And then you have to purchase it with that photo. And then you have to wait the couple of weeks for it to be delivered. And if you regret your decision at any point, you still get the toaster with your selfie on it. Yep. And you can't change it. No. So what I really want to see is this process automated so that I have a single toaster that I can just upload directly to and it magically changes the the grill plate. That's almost impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it is impossible. Hey. I don't think a, you can- A man can dream, all right? You know, oh, you know those, you know those um, things, you know, where it's like little pins and you put your, like, face into it? Yes. And it creates an imprint of your face? Yeah, see? Do Something like that. And just, like, it, like- You give it a photo, it does one of those pin thingies on the grill plate. It's a bit pixelated. Whatever. So is that. Well, that's actually really good. Actually, no, that's it's, literally like plates. Like it burns the dark bits. Yeah. That's Jesus. He just put a picture of a toast with Jesus on it. You could sell that. I believe it's pronounced Jesus. Who's that? Who's Zeus? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, dad jokes for the oh, win. Oh, man. So, yeah, I like, I really like the idea and want to like try it out, but. It's sold out. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think the company's a thing anymore. I, I'm pretty sure that idea, like, shit the bed a long time ago. But look, here's, here's one with a panda on it. Look, <laughs> look at that. How cool is that? They got an option for your cart. It's a tip jar. They called the tip jar the 420 tip jar. The 420 tip jar. That's the wrong picture for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> and you give them $4.20 free. All right. Anything else in your corner? Oh, you of know terrible it. Terrible tech. You know it. All right. Next up, I have the Pavlock. The Pavlock. Yes. So recently, in one of our previous episodes, we talked about the Apple Watch and some of the amazing features it has. Yeah. Well, I'm doing you one better here with the Pavlock. Okay. So the the Apple Watch tries to uh, you know promote you to exercise and that kind of thing by vibrating and saying, you know, it's time to get up and walk. The Pavlok goes even further and motivates you with pain. Wait, how? So it it's a, a wristband device. What? what? Um, and what it does is electrocutes you when what? it's time to do things. Yep. So it sends you a little, little uh, you know, zap. <laughs> a little zap, eh? Yep. yep. To try and um, not so much promote good behavior, but demote bad behavior. You're Pavloving yourself. Yep. If you don't know who Pavlov is, he had a dog, and every time he wanted some food, 
he ring a bell until he salivated. Then he punched him in the f- no. <laughs> I didn't. I was getting bored with that. I, don't know, I cut that out. That was so boring. You had you had you had me hooked. You had me hooked. Anyway, so the Pavl- Pavlock is you know a, a device to try and break some of those bad habits. So yep. if you're a smoker, you put it on your your smoking hand or both hands. I don't know how smokers work. And every time it senses that you're doing the the smoking motion, it'll zap you. <laughs> so it's going to see that you're doing a motion and then it will punch you in the face, basically. Yeah, yeah. It'll send a zap to your hand and, like, make you drop the cigarette because electric. Here's a couple of questions. Oh, here we go. Can you put it anywhere on your body? I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, this uh, is a wristband. <laughs> it's a, an only a wristband. <laughs> only goes on your wrist. If you put it anywhere else, you're in trouble. Yeah. God is watching. I, I, I feel like it might just, you know, malfunction anywhere Jesus else. Jesus is watching. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought that was super interesting. Oh, that picture almost got me confused. Oh, uh, yep. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's almost in a wrong spot there. <laughs> It's zoomed in, but the zoom in is like near his junk. It was funny. So the, this part of the website actually talks about, you know, waking up from sleeping, which I I mean, I'm not sure how you, how well you wake up in the morning, but being electrocuted yeah, probably no, no. won't help no. getting up in the morning. It would probably just like, it would freak me out. It would just, you know how like when you're waking up, right, and you're in a dream. And then suddenly you get wake, woken up from a like a really deep dream. Yep. You freak out. Yeah. That's something that, well, I reckon that would happen. Like every time that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have this massive freak out. And you just like launch yourself out of bed. You, you'd launch the wristband out of bed. <laughs> That's why you, <laughs> you wouldn't launch yourself out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good times. Good times. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd love to try it really. That's a that's I give that product a two out of ten because it only goes on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yep, make one that goes on your ankle. Yeah, be sweet. Yeah, it, it won't three, fit three right. stars. <laughs> It'll bring it up. All right. Well, that's not all we have time for. So here's another one. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> what, what what I have for you right here is the Charmin robot. Uh, this was recently released or announced at, uh, I think it was E3, one of the tech conferences. Um, it is basically a uh, remote control little robot bear that delivers you toilet paper. And everybody needs that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know? <laughs> do, do you remember the toilet paper shortage of 2020? I remember that. Oh, man. I remember. If this robot was here, I don't know what it would do. It would do anything because you wouldn't have any toilet paper. True, true. <laughs> Yep. I mean, maybe it would deliver other things. I'm just asking you. Just one-on-one. There's, no, there's, there's, there's nobody else here. No one's listening. We're right? not recording this. Do you go to the toilet and take a dump with the door open? Uh, that seems like a loaded question. The answer is obviously no. You keep it closed. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, is, is that what? how you meant to do it? What? <laughs> you... you <laughs> Why didn't you answer that immediately? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely close the door all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about again? How is it going to get from, you know, where the toilet roll is to you if the door's closed? Well, that's why you leave it open. You don't. You don't. You have a partner. You don't leave the door open. What if you live alone? Oh, you don't. I don't. You yeah, don't. Yeah. But other people do. You know, there's other people in the world. If someone, some of them live alone. They say that if a fire breaks out in your house, having the door closed will protect you. It'll protect that room. What if the fire's in that room? <laughs> in the in the toilet. Yeah. In the in the wait. Yeah. My, my toilet's on, not my toilet's not attached to my kit a bathroom, so I don't know why it would have a fire in there. Well, there's flammable things in there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Toilet paper is oh. flammable. <laughs> I thought you were going to say toilet. 
Flammable anyway, toilet. So, so this is like a little adorable bear-shaped robot that I'm you know dying. has has a toilet roll holder on the top of it. Yep, and basically is meant to deliver it to you while you're on the toilet in yep. case no one else can. Yep, which you know sounds amazing, but I feel like there's much better uses for some kind of robot like this. How many times have you actually been to the toilet where there's no toilet paper there? Actually, it's very rare. Unless you're in public toilets, which happens all the time. I don't poop in public. No one does. No, you no. don't do that. That's why there's no toilet paper there. Yeah. You don't. But, but in a, in a, hypo- in a hypothetical world, Thank- like people did okay. go to the toilet. Okay, hypothetical. And did do number twos yes. in public toilets. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was an army of these little charming robots um, that a- anytime someone needed toilet paper, one was there? I think it's perfect. Uh, that would be the perfect situation. I mean, obviously, they'd have to have cameras on them, so... But these... Okay, so look at the height of it. I reckon the height of that... If I go off normal height toilet paper, that's about two toilet rolls big. Yep. That's three toilet rolls big for... A, off the, off for, the ground. Off yep. the ground. So you'd need the door to be three rolls high so it could get underneath the door so it can get to you. Yep, that's that's knee high. Um, <laughs> this has taken a turn. Uh, I've learned I, things I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I knew you'd love that one. I just knew it. <sighs> All right. Now to to lighten the mood a little bit more. Wait, what? That wasn't <clears throat> light? No, I'm, no. I'm that, just angry that now. Was, so that was right. dead serious. That was dead serious. <laughs> I'm just angry now. What is this? All right. So the next one, I, because I've been looking at so much random tech gadget. I get ads for so much random tech gadget now, which is amazing for the show. Yeah. So this one actually came up in, I think it was my Facebook feed. I'm never going to buy it. So they're (laughs) targeting the wrong audience, (laughs) but I'm going to talk about it because it's insane. Algorithm fail. I like it. That's a good start. (laughs) So what this thing is, and I've barely read this page, so I'm paraphrasing a fair bit here. It is a virtual ear cleaning rod. Okay, the word that gets me there is virtual. Oh, yeah, it should get you. Why is it virtual? Because there's a camera on the end of the rod that you stick in your ear. Okay, you've just actually piqued my interest. Yep. Oh, man, you've piqued my interest. I was like, this is stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last time I brought you the the toothbrush with the, the camera on it. Yeah. Now I've got the ear cleaner. How many times have you gone into your ear you go... I wonder how close I can get to my eardrum. No, that's I've never, never thought of that. I never ever. have either. No, no, not at all. Only, Actually, only the times when I touch it and go, yep, there it is. <laughs> Actually, the thought I get is, I don't want to touch my eardrum. I don't want to touch my eardrum. And then I touch my the, eardrum. The worst feeling in the world when you like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this this will probably solve your problem then. Because you'll be able to see exactly where it is and exactly what you need to clean in your ears. Absolutely. It's also $1,000. You've just got rid of my interest in like one foul swoop. Yep, yep. There is nothing. I would rather times that by 12 and get the portable computer, (laughs) the portable Threadripper computer. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Or, you know, an army of toilet paper delivery robots. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Or you could put that money into toilet rolls for, um, you know, stockpiling. Yeah, that, that could work as well. So this, it's actually an Indiegogo product. It's page. in demand. It literally says in demand. Oh, yeah. They've, you know, they've hit their, their target for backers and stuff. But I have no idea how or why. Those I, people are not smart. The, the technology behind this thing looks awesome. But it's for cleaning ears. I, okay, like, okay. In, in this photo right here, it liter- literally looks like it's a some kind of smart pen that's put in a mount, but it's, it's not. it cleans your ears. <laughs> you have to dedicate a socket, an electrical socket, to something that cleans ears. How often do you clean your ears? Uh, I prefer not to answer that. How often do you clean <laughs> your ears? <laughs> I don't know, when, when I feel them dirty. Yes, I, uh, like, me too. Me too. It's not that It's not that often. Yeah. It's not that often. Okay. But but I guess like with this, you'll then know how dirty your ears are. 
I don't want to know how to make you want to clean them more. No, no, you don't want that. You don't want people. It's a spiral. You don't want to look in your ears. Don't look in your ears. You'll be disturbed when you have see you have no brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So you know, figured you'd love that kind of thing. Oh God! Do you know what you could also look at? Your teeth. Well, we did that in the last episode. (laughs) What to say? Can Can you imagine like dual wielding those two devices? So you, you've got the the toothbrush with the camera and the ear cleaner with the camera. <laughs> <You're> just like <laughs> David just made a motion like he was flossing. <laughs> uh, for for those kids listening, oh, that's Jesus flossing Christ. your teeth, not dancing. I just imagine something having a multiple monitor set up for cleaning every orifice of their body. Mm. Just like. Monitor, 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 and then like, or you, you know, clean your ear, one camera, and then cl- brushing your teeth, and another well, camera. Like, the next logical step is it cleaning it for you. So Wait, you, you, you just the monitor sta- is you, clean- you just stand in the bathroom and like mechanical arms come out and clean your ears and your teeth and your eyeballs. It reminds me of the suicide booth in Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one of Futurama, guys. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you really need to watch it. All right. Well, that that's all the, <laughs> the fun devices I have. What do you got? I think we I think we're done. All right, we're done. I think so. Damo, you need to do an outro. Like beatbox? No, no, no. No, don't 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 stop. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Why the Tech. Make sure you subscribe. And like and give us five stars. If you didn't like it, just, you know, still give us five stars. Or else. Bye.